0: What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants. It. Well, he gets. It. I don't like it any more than you mean. Cello! <laughs> Hey there, this is Chris LaTorre and you're listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast issue 53 Covering new comic book day May 4th, May the 4th So thank you so much for joining in on the fun And if you already follow us on all these social media, thank you very much If not, please check us out on Instagram and Twitter At Sunspots Comics and on Facebook.com slash Sunspots Comics Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a loved one Tell just that random nerd neighbor that you know you have Just knock on their door (laughs) And uh, quickly, thank you and congratulations to winner Daniel. I've already made the announcement that he won the first ever Sunspots Comics Mystery Box worth over 75 bucks. I've got the stuff together. I've got his address. It's going out very soon. Thanks again, Daniel, for all your support. And I hope you enjoy the Nerd Box. It's just a ton of fun. And thank you for for everyone, to everyone, that actually qualified and follows us and supports us and send us sends us all their positive love. I really appreciate it. It just fuels me. So thank you so much for qualifying. And there'll be more contests. In the very near future so a few things on my nerd brain man what a big week in comic books we had captain america 3 civil war that just came out or as i like to call it avengers 3 and new comic book day was on saturday a free comic book Day, I mean, and that was a, a great event 15 the 15th anniversary i can't believe it's been 15 years of national free comic book day and normally i have to go to i have to scour the earth to six or seven places and this year I just hit two two shops and I was lucky enough to get just basically one of each of the 50. A couple of uh, one, ones that I'm really excited to read is the Bruce Lee, the number zero. Nice little letter from Shannon Lee, his daughter at the beginning. Kind of heavy stuff, right? She writes a comic book about her dad. From what I can see, he was in some sort of time capsule and they, they brought him to life or something. And Bruce Lee is alive now. And a uh, nice little letter from Shannon Lee at the beginning. So I'm really interested to see... What what that's all about, and maybe add that that title to my pull list, hopefully. And oh, the other one from Black Mask Publishers, we can we can never go home slash Young Terrorist. That's another one I'm really excited about. Civil War two. See what that's all about. There's just a ton of stuff that was really good this year, and of course a whole bunch of stuff for kids. So if you manage to get some for the kids, give them to your nieces, your nephews, your your neighbors' kids, etc. Just spread the word. Try to give some free comic books to the world to to spread the uh, spread the love. Of this wonderful media that we all love and follow and spend tons of money on, right? <laughs> and Captain America 3, my gosh, I want to see it again. A plus, five out of five sunspots on that movie. It was amazing. It was, I mean, with such high expectation, to to beat your expectations is not an easy thing to do. And I absolutely loved it. It was a ton of fun. The first act was sort of very serious and very heavy and it just had this gravitas to it and then they sprinkled in some humor and the action picked up and it was just a ton of fun I want to see it again so I can give you a even more in-depth second time around review and maybe have my son Justin on as a guest to review with me so I tell you that was uh, it's. I gotta go see it again I gotta take my dad and go see Captain America 3 Civil War again so I'm sure I'll see it three or four times before it leaves the theaters but uh, oh and, and free comic book day I tell you if, uh, if one last thing about it one thing that I, I learned about going around to some new stores was that some of the stores out there, some of those comic book shops, have some, some not-so-good pull programs for pull list members. And I wanted to kind of just give you a heads up or stand on my Wonder Woman lunchbox, if you will, for just one quick second. Uh, here's a word of advice for, for people that are looking at maybe starting a pull list. I know I've got a lot of listeners uh, that are new, new to comics. And they're thinking of starting pull lists at local comic book shops. Well, be careful. There are some programs out there where you have to pay a membership fee. You have to actually pay 25 bucks uh, or or more to start an actual pull list, and then they pull them aside for you and give you something like 10% off. That's not good. <laughs> so I don't want to name any particular local comic book shops. I'll tell you they were in California, and that's all I'll say. But I don't want to I don't want to rain down negativity upon them, but just be careful about the industry norm I would say is probably around 20% 15 to maybe 15 to 25 percent is the industry norm sometimes you'll get free bags and boards with that uh, which is just an added bonus and say an additional discount on back issues and and graphic novels and just other in-store discounts that they will give you exclusively if you have a pull list membership and don't pay for it. If they're going to charge you some sort of membership fee, my advice is move on to another shop. Just find one. I'm sure there's another one a few miles away. But uh, just a piece of advice there. Be warned that some of those uh, new up-and-coming local comic book shops are starting to charge for the pool membership, which I think bl- I really, truly believe is kind of ridiculous. And uh, it's not a good way to, to welcome someone to your store by saying, Yeah, if you want me to hold aside comics for you, you have to pay a, a, some sort of membership fee. So there you go. I'm stepping down from, from my Wonder Woman lunchbox. <laughs> it's just my my one moment there. But uh, just be cautious and take that advice uh, to heart. And uh, quick, quickly, I wanted to say thank you to my son, Justin. You can follow him on Instagram, at kings for his work on our blog, which he just wrote a Captain America Civil War reaction. Just a quick little blurb. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I just read it. <laughs> so check it out if you want to peer into the mind quickly into justin my son and please check out his blog he does post things from time to time it's blog.sunspotscomics.com so very very cool and i'm also writing a comic book which is so much fun it's called zombie destroyers <laughs> and thank you jordan hudson he's doing the art on it you can see him his art on instagram at jordan underscore hudson underscore art and you can also check out uh, the site i have zombiedestroyers.com. You can see little pages there from time to time. There's not very much on it, but uh, just peek in every so often. I'm going to be adding some art, some pages to it very soon. And I have been posting on social media, getting a little better at it, like page one, two, and three, of Zombie Destroyers on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Sunspots Comics. And just a little update, page seven, Jordan has finished the inks on it, so it's done. I just finished writing and finalized writing on page eight. I'm working on nine and ten. It's going to be some fun stuff. So check out Zombie Destroyers from time to time. The comic book I'm actually creating, which is just amazing. I still have to pinch myself every so often that I'm in there. I'm doing it. And thank you, Jordan, for your wonderful art. So let's jump right into podcast issue number 53. So podcast listeners, up, up, and away we go. Here we go. I have a new new news article piece. I'm going to announce that right now. It's called Space, 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 Space. News, 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 news. I'll add in some sound effects later <laughs> But these are just articles that just basically tantalize my imagination That that maybe one day we, if we continue to explore space We could have that, that one answer to that one question Are we alone in space? Or is it just a big waste of extra space out there? So there's two little articles this week, kinda cool Actually one of them relates right to comics But the first one is that NASA releases 56 patented space and rocket technologies into public domain so they could have held on to these patents, I guess, to just make quadrillions of dollars, but they've decided to give it to the world, to give the world a chance to privatize going into space. So I thought that's pretty cool. 56 patents from a whole bunch of them, like nanotube manufacturing methods, and cheaper carbon fibers, etc., and uh, designs on rocket engines, and, and new and advanced rocket engines. So they're just, that's kind of a big step, I think, or a one big step for man. <laughs> But I think that it's cool that NASA, that's a very sort of giving thing to the world, I think, that they're saying, hey, here's the technology, here's some of these secret plans we've held on to forever. Go to space, folks. Just just do it. So, I, of course, I'll share all my articles on all social media, but that's from independent.co.uk, and it kind of gives a breakdown of those 56 patents that NASA has released to the general public. So, very cool. Hey, you got enough money, you could find a way to use some of this technology technology and make your way to space. Kind of cool. And the second one comes from geek.com in their science article section. And it says, uh, SpaceX wants its astronauts to look like superheroes. Now, this is very cool. They are, uh, SpaceX program is basically the program trying to get to Mars uh, within about 20 to 30 years. And they've hired superhero movie costume designer, Jose Fernandez. He's done... The Civil War stuff, Captain America movies. He's done Batman vs. Superman. He's created all the concepts and the look of Black Panther uh, to the to the Batman outfit, to the Wonder Woman outfit. He's just done a ton of stuff. That uh, the list goes on and on and on. And they're hiring him to actually make these spacesuits for the SpaceX program, which is very very cool. I thought now we're gonna get some futuristic looking spacesuits, right? Finally. But he's the owner of Ironhead Studio, and he's a humongous comic book fan. Very supportive of the comic book community. And he's responsible for a lot of the way the superhero outfits look now. And he's going to be making space suits. Like, how cool is that? So I'll share that article, of course. So those are my two articles. Space, space, space. News, 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 news. <laughs> Sound effects to be added later. And also I have one comic book feel-good factory freebie. That's right, one. What is that? I don't know. But uh, it's, uh, These are basically just uh, Fun articles that warm my Nerd heart And this one is from the al.com Featuring Alabama These vintage comic books played a role In Alabama's civil rights movement I thought how very cool I didn't know this but it's kind of a cool little piece of trivia That in the 50s and 60s Two Alabama politicians and Martin Luther King Used comic books To publicize their points of view In the civil rights movement Very true I was like wow a comic book about the 1955 56 Montgomery bus boycott was published in December of 57, followed by a 1958 comic used as campaign material for John Patterson in his successful bid for Alabama governor against George Wallace, making the only time Wallace was ever defeated. So, very cool that I thought that's kind of neat, sending a message out there about civil rights using comic books. And it's very, very, very what you traditional sort of news clipping comic book style it's very cool and the art rendering is is very well done very lifelike so very cool The little piece of comic book trivia so there you are that's my one comic book feel good factory you this week so there you go those are all our news articles so I'll of course share those on all the social media so you can post them share them like them and read them thoroughly there you go so now onto my favorite part of the podcast which is comic book review and where i actually read a ton of comic books and give you my recommendations i check these all out on paper Uh, by the way spoiler alert of course spoiler alert you've been warned i read them i try not to give you everything but i do give up some little bits and pieces and nooks and nooks and crannies of the comic books that i read and this week uh i read 14 so not bad there's actually a little bit more because i sprinkled in this tukey which i'm going to give a little spotlight when i get to it But uh, if you want to see all my pull list, everything I pull, all my favorites of the weeks, etc., just go to sunspotscomics.com. You'll see them there. Click on pull list to see everything that my gigantic pull list of comics that I'm collecting. And favorites, you'll see that there. uh, My list all the way back from May of last year for every favorite that I picked. So here's where I try to do my best to help save you money, to really recommend the best of the best, the greatest of the week. And of the 14, I really always hope to have at least 50% of them hit my favorites that are actually great this week it didn't happen I only had five but not bad they're really a really top-notch five so made me very happy that I reread them over and over again they were fantastic so these are my recommendations for New Comic Book Day May 4th so uh, check these out buy them immediately on paper I always have by the way this week's art winner is Kerr Carr Kyle Andrews for his gorgeous work on Renato Jones the 1% and art winner this week and cover art winner this week one and the same i love it it's fantastic it has that kill bill yellow and black sort of look it's a full uh, front and back i love i'm kind of a sucker for those by the way those the full splash page uh, covers that go front to back and it's just the are the character that he's created freelancer that just has kind of a pile of, of bodies and, uh, and just kind of a random chihuahua, <laughs> standing on top of this mountain of, of dead bodies. Hilarious, and w- just gorgeously drawn, and has that Frank Miller kind of feel to it, little Sin City action that I like, so it Im- immediately pops out, that yellow and black, it's just gorgeous, and that's why it's my art winner and cover art winner, but I'll break that down a little bit further, because it made one of my favorites of the week. And new number ones, I always like to highlight the new number ones, there were just two this week. Uh, the Punisher from Marvel Comics, which uh, was was honestly good, not great. I might take a peek into issue number two and see how it does, but that was a new number one. And the also the one I just uh, mentioned, Renato Jones, the 1%. And uh, that's uh, from Image Comics. So those were the only two number ones. And last chance, last spoiler alert. So here we go. We're going to break them down. So for New Comic Book Day, May 4th, I got five comics. Coming in at number 5 was Black Widow from Marvel Comics number 3, written by Mark Wade and Chris Samney who is the artist but he also co-wrote it. And this is just action packed. I love the feel of this. I love the look of it. It's it's Natasha trying to trying to clear some of that red in her ledger. Uh, there is a, there's an actual guy that has her ledger and is using it as as he's blackmailing her that she has to steal some artifact from Shield or he'll release her ledger to the world yeah so this is just a gorgeous little exploration into the spy world It has that espionage feel to it I think it helps that civil war was right there in my brain but this just tapped right into it there's a scene here where she's walking down like the street in New York and there's all these people just it's a hustle and bustle kind of day and uh, everyone's heading to work and there's just tons of people on the street and each one of them is telling her a little part of the message from this from the blackmailer from this guy that is blackmailing her and I really dug that it just had this this feel like wow she's really surrounded and this is a big organization coming after her I really dug that feel I I, I gotta you get that sense here that it's just not one or two kind of solo people that there is an, or, an organization after her and it, it just kind of builds a bigger picture and I really really dug that and then she's she's Hot on the trail to find where these people are And it's leading her back To where she was trained in Russia So we have have little flashbacks of that From Avengers, etc And this is Going right into that It's, It's that ballerina school that she was trained at So it's just cool to see A little deeper dive into Natasha Black Widow's past And where she came from And is it going to answer questions? It kind of does You get to see the person that trained her a little bit more It sheds light upon her her upbringing a bit and yeah there's action here because she's uh, it, it's a trap it's a trap and so that's basically what happens here i don't want to spoil the rest of it very little dialogue it's a very dark and gritty kind of comic it uh has quite a, a surprising little shocker at the end i don't want to blow it but they're after her and they've got her surrounded and she's having a flashback of a young girl so who is this young girl does it have a lot to do with her past just questions here it's definitely building doesn't give you all the answers in this issue but it's definitely interesting and intriguing and it's piqued my interest so i'm most definitely in this has been really good and really solid and consistent since issue number one i mean you got mark wade writing come on folks no-brainer so check out black widow fantastic really super good number four is from marvel comics as well it's like a marvel week almost or maybe there's the only two yeah well it's the only two out of five it's pretty good uh... moon knight number two written by jeff lemire lemire and art the cover by the way from greg smallwood is a trippy little cover like a pyramid and space and it's mark Spector's face with a pyramid and the moon kind of tattooed on his forehead trippy looking cover almost say i'd say definitely number two in the covers of the week it just has a very striking look to it a lot of white a lot of negative space in the background very very well done but uh uh, art, by the way, um, color artist Jordi Belair. I mean, my goodness, but yeah, Greg Smallwood as well is doing the art, arts, and all the cover work. But this is again, it's that one flew over the cuckoo's nest sort of uh, vibe to it. The very first opening page, where it's on lined notebook paper and like a blue ballpoint pen, showing the sort of scratchings of a madman. <laughs> very well done, and this is playing around with that. Is Mark Spector crazy? Has he never been Moon Knight at all? Is he Has he just been in uh, the Looney Bin since he was 12 years old? That's what they're trying to make him believe. This is still playing a little bit on that, but he's back in the psychiatrist's office. He's sort of convinced now in his mind that he's not crazy, that they are just a part of the system, a part of his enemy base that's that's keeping him down and trying to keep Moon Knight off the streets, part of a bigger criminal organization. But the coolest part about this comic is when Kenshu, I'm pretty sure that's the Egyptian god slash alien slash whatever the, it's like a crazy vulture head skull in a white suit that is uh, the power behind Mark Spector, uh, he's of course having shock therapy treatment and then he goes into this sort of void and I think that's what they partially call it. It's the, I want to say it's the other void? That's right interesting name for that so there's a white pyramid floating through space and that's where khonshu brings his consciousness to very trippy and i just i just dug it sometimes that that psychedelicness will turn me away and i'll be like hey eh, what are they doing here but no this was rather interesting he's he asks them about the egyptians mark says well, are you egyptian gods and he says that egyptians were our playthings <laughs> so i get this feel that maybe they're aliens or something of a higher being there. So very uh, interesting, very very mysterious. I dug that a lot. Yeah, and it doesn't give you all the answers here, but it definitely has them talking and telling him, you're not crazy. You're on a mission here. Stick to the plan, and there will be some people there to help you. So it's, it's actually, some people can see what he sees. There was a point where he looks at New York, and it looks like this Egyptian sand dune of New York version of Egypt, where even people have that the pharaoh's heads etc but other people can see this as well so there's something cr- just kind of crazy going on is that happening in new york did that already happen is that part of a hallucination you're still kind of not quite sure but this is kind of an escape plan here so he's got this small group of people that are helping him escape and it's a partnership there and the people in his group of course are uh not it doesn't seem like they're of there, within the right mind <laughs> but uh, it adds to the interesting dialogue between them so it's just a a lot of fun in that respect has a little bit of that shawshank feel here as they're coordinating to escape the uh, psychiatric facility quote unquote psychiatric facility maybe just the it may just be the criminal organization that's just trying to keep moon knight from cleaning up the streets but i just dig it i I totally am enjoying this i want this as a netflix i'm sure they're already working on a contract (laughs) But it it just seems like it would be a fantastic serial TV-like show on Netflix. So I hope that happens. But fantastic stuff. Moon Knight. Coming in at number three, also sort of the spotlight uh, today. I want to spotlight this is from Jeff Smith. Tukey, Save the Humans. This is from his independent publishing house called Cartoon Books. And I've had difficulty finding this at a retailer. So I've scoured around a little bit and I could not find Tukey anywhere. It's like I stumped my local comic book shops when I say, you know, Jeff Smith, right? The guy that's done Bone, because he's that's only sold a gazillion a godzillion amount of copies and reprints and black and white editions, omnibuses, uh, special edition, anniversary. Just it's been re-reissued 40 times in its 25-year anniversary, which is nuts. And I would just stump my local comic book shops. They look at me like, what? It's called Tuki. I'm like, yeah, just look on Jeff Smith's website, he did this one called Razzle, which was great and sold out in the reprinting as well, but this one is just for some reason completely off the radar, but I can't highly, I can't recommend this even more, I highly recommend Tukey, it's only on number four, it's been very sporadic in its release and I found out why, there's an article in the back that says that Jeff Smith suffered from some pretty bad carpal tunnel syndrome from doing all the art on his work, which Makes complete sense. Have you seen the size of the bone omnibus? My goodness, that's a lot of drawing. But he's uh, been trying to pace himself properly and to try to heal properly with this carpal tunnel syndrome that he has. And so, rather interesting that he's had to slow his production down for that. But there are four there, and they're fantastic pieces of work. They're colored, which I'm more of a fan. Obviously, of the color work, of his color work, than black and white. They've reprinted Bone in Color. I've even bought a few of those because they're fantastic. Very cartoony style in Jeff Smith's uh, way and his look and his vision. And this is... I have to read page uh, one of one to sort of set the tone of what Tuki's all about. And this is very, very cool. It says, Two million years ago, a great ice age gripped the earth, trapping all moisture in the polar ice caps, causing drought and upheaval in the rest of the world. Vast tropical jungles jungles gave way to dusty grasslands And all living creatures struggled to survive Including the many species of hominids To avoid extinction, something had to be done This is the story of the first human to leave Africa So there is very little dialogue in the beginning part of this Tuki seems to be a maybe late teens sort of man That is hungry, he's hunting, he's trying to find food, he's trying to find water just really sets this tone of him being pretty alone out there at first and that he's okay with that i would say that that really is the heart of the story it's sort of this 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 man that is just trying to survive and he really wants nothing to do with anyone <laughs> and and there's a there's a departure from that and there's an exploration of him embracing a group and forming a community because i think that's the development of man at this at this point That uh, man then would primarily just be loners and living in caves, but then they started to form communities. And this is just kind of right there on that brink of two million years ago. So this has slowly a cast that's introduced to him with one that is almost, with a character that's an older, sort of wiser, but more on the monkey side. And he has to spray a magic powder, blow a magic powder into his face, into Tukey's face so that he understands him, like this magic translating elixir (laughs) and by the way the format's really cool it's it's calendar style so you actually turn the comic book sideways and you're reading it like a calendar and that that gives you this widescreen sort of effect if you will (laughs) like a 16 by 9 sort of comic that you're reading and it just uh it lets it breathe a little bit more it gives a little bit more space to sort of explore a unique sort of feel in panels and you have to you have to read it like a calendar. You have to turn it sideways and read it that way. And I bought this 80-page giant reprinting of it in black and white on Boneville.com, by the way, for 10 bucks, I was like, that's cool. And it's black and white. I guess if you wanted to color it, but they're all together. And it's just uh, so well done. There's even, like, this cool timeline at the end that gives you a little breakdown of the... From the Triassic to the Jurassic, etc., what happened, say, from 60 million, 65 million years ago to... To two million years ago to where Tuki is and kind of an exploration there of what happened and what time zone but uh and that's what basically happens in one to three he's extremely alone and this this group is starting to slowly form he battles this gigantic sort of silverback uh which spirit monster if you will that even when it gets seriously angry it it looks sort of like a silverback ape but when it gets angry it's like has tentacles and 12 tongues coming out of its mouth and and this crazy wavy hair and eyes so it, it definitely has like a spirit animal effect to it and he battles that and saves these three little kids and he first doesn't want to have those little kids following him and he's annoyed by them but he sort of uh, is embracing not being alone so that's the that's the big seller of it here is it this sort of character that really wants to be alone but now he's building a community. I mean, even the little kids are trying to sort of dress like him. They were just completely naked before and now he wears uh, something to cover his lower half and he has like a like a like a fanny pack that he carries a prehistoric 2 million year old fanny pack. But they start to copy him. These little kids start to copy him and it's just sort of adorable in that respect that they 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 saved him and they look up to him as this leader, then he doesn't really want to be the leader, but he's sort of embracing that and And realizing that he's caring about these people that are just sort of following him When he didn't want them to follow him in the first place So there's my spotlight on on Tukey Very cool, it's my number three pick of the week Definitely go and grab issues one through four at boneville.com Because you're not going to find them at local retailers If you do, you're very, very lucky But it's worth it to find it Grab it, get it Just go to boneville.com It's uh, it's there You can get the Scotty Young uh, alternate cover Which is very cool I'd recommend that, and oh, and there's a there's a sort of small chimp in here that he's introduced to that that can talk, so and and, and walks upright. That is like the Tasmanian devil of this story. <laughs> he can just spin into a into a into a tornado and and take a large animal and just bone it in a matter of seconds into where it's just bones and just take all the meat off of <laughs> animals in this whirlwind of terror. <laughs> but he's funny and. And he doesn't. He was rejected by his own chimp, crazy-looking monkeys. So <laughs> there's there's depth here. There's there's development of the of the side characters that makes it kind of interesting. And it's definitely putting this ensemble together is is just is really interesting to read. So I can't. I I, I really enjoyed his work on Razzle, but it didn't grab me as good as this is. It really it speaks to me. It's this prehistoric man in his travels and. Does he leave Africa? What's going to happen? And how long is this going to be? I, I hope it just keeps going. I hope it's a long... It feels like it's that long that long story version that Jeff is uh, known for. It, it seems like it's going to be a bone epic sort of ser- sort of series for maybe five, ten years. But I hope so. Who knows? Maybe it's ending in 10 issues. I don't know. But very, very good. Check out Tukey. Buy them immediately if you can. So coming in at number 2 is from Image Comics, or Icon Image Comics. I guess partnered together. Empress. Number two, written by Mark Millar, and the wonderful, gorgeous art from Stuart Eminem. And this is everything you want in a sci-fi series. If you're looking for some heavy sci-fi, this is already approved for a movie. It is prehistoric Earth, which is crazy, that has this high technology, high super there's there's spaceships and and there's there's ways to teleport to other planets and galaxies, and it's it's just like prehistoric earth but yet were super super advanced it's a simple story of the queen that no longer wants to be with this crazy tyrannical king and wants to escape and the sort of leader of the guard if you will or the the head top security soldier in the king's uh in his village decides to help the queen escape and she takes her kids as well so it's right now very simple in story that it's just uh, they're just trying to hide they're trying to run they're trying he's trying to meet up with old friends to see if they can help their cause but it really paints this amazing epic sort of feel to it they're going from different planets they're flying in spaceships there's an awesome action sequence in this which even just the the way that the action sequences are laid out it's like these gorgeous cinematics for a movie that just seems so iconic and you have to see them. And the way that the main character uh, who is like a real sort of badass Han Solo, an older man if you will, the head of the guard that's helping the queen escape. The way he's just drawn is I can already see the cosplay outfits. They're they're being sewn, folks. They're being put together as we speak. <laughs> and it's he is just so iconic in look and color and it's just a blast. It's just sci-fi fun. It uh, doesn't seem super edgy, if you will, or uh, real mature or adult in content, but it definitely seems like a good PG-13 action film. And they they're hop and They they end up on a snow planet, folks. That's right, with some giant creatures on a snow planet. So they're in peril. They're hopping. They they did like this this time warp, this this time jump. This not time jump, but like space jump that just teleported them. With a buddy that helped them out, and they've teleported to a different planet to just try to further their escape. But you don't even see the king at this point. It's just they're just running. But it is so much fun. It's such a simple story. There's not a ton of dialogue in it. It's just sci-fi action goodness. So get this immediately. It's it is. I hope they deepen the characters a little bit um, because right now they're they're you know sort of two-dimensional right now. But I know Mark Millar is going to add to them but just the look and feel of this alone from how the aliens look, it has a definite feel and vibe it's just uh, the coloring, uh, all of the colors are just otherworldly, it just has this completely sort of alien feel to it so totally in that's why I was my number two, Empress, number two thank you Mark Millar, fantastic work but the number one pick of the week, my most favorite the greatest of them all this week was from Image Comics Renato Jones, the 1% Created, written, drawn, colored, and owned in all red. By the way, I just dug that how you all red caps when he wrote owned by Carr. And I'm so sorry, I don't care Car, Kare. It's K A A R E. Kyle Andrews. And this is a trippy little story. I said the, this was the art winner, the cover winner for its Kill Bill kind of color look and the new character Freelancer, which I dig. Just the name of the of the new character Freelancer, just very kind of cool and it's just kind of a black sort of suit look with some weird sort of eye goggles and like this bald head I'm not sure if it's a it's a helmet or what it is but it definitely has this frank frank miller sin city sort of vibe like it's a vigilante that is going after the 1% that's right this vigilante that's going after the not every single 1% billionaire on the planet but the the most horrible of them and this is the an origin story which goes really deep here and it's kind of very cool and the very beginning of it has this young child that is watching this silhouette of uh, a man with a shotgun in their home, and the face is drawn like a like an evil jack o' lantern, like like the uh, like Jack Skellington from from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Like it, it just that silhouette is just striking. It's beautiful black and white art here, and the mother is crawling on the floor, blood trailing behind her, and uh, there's the two. Page splashes in the beginning of this. You have to see it. So the mother doesn't make it, unfortunately. But then we're thrusted right into the character as an adult, and he's on this gigantic yacht, and he—it's a some sort of hedge funder, that funder that he he owns the yacht. And Renato Jones somehow has an in, kind of knows him from school, I think, and is invited into this yacht. And this one percenter, billionaire, is absolutely despicable. He's—he's just what you. Want as your vigilante to to take out he's he's sort of torturous to the staff He just he's just just a major douche (laughs) And oh and the interesting thing about this too is these ads that he sticks in here these actual full Completed they look like like uh, like Chanel number five ads like perfume ads that are just professionally shot photographed lit and it's like comic books for the super rich. You just have to see this; it's insane. And there, there <laughs> the comic book is with like a bottle of perfume. It says Renato, Renato Jones, and then some sort of French thing, Justice Chere Deluxe. Like, <laughs> it's just nuts. Like a little bit of propaganda. Like a just a an interesting little commercial break that just adds to the depth and the weirdness and the the. Interestingness of this of this I don't know if that's a word interestingness but <laughs> the, the interesting uh, uh, part of this comic and uh, props to care Kyle Andrews I tell you so quickly we realize that this billionaire is heading off to a to a to a safe room and they uh, and you is doing a great job here of of treating the staff like crap as well to keep the sort of to keep the rouge going that he's uh, he's one of them he's one of these bratsy billionaires as well because in the opening sequence he's his trust has now been released to him so he's also i think a one percenter himself but he decided to use that money to ending other one percenters and then you get to see in jakarta renato is a kid like running through the streets and he was in uh, how did he get to the streets he's very young he's maybe like five or seven years old here how did renato get to jakarta you don't know there's But he's running from the streets and trying to get to his sort of adopted parents, if you will. But the government's chasing after him and wondering uh, where these certain drug dealers are or something. So he's involved in something bad. And just kind of an interesting take into the origin of Freelancer. But, man, I tell you, so you go back to the uh, the safe room on the yacht. And just when you think it's maybe going to come to a quick end, this guy sort of takes like... On his smartwatch, <laughs> like some sort of venom uh supplement that makes him gigantic makes him the Hulk basically and he's uh he's making it a true fight and the the art style is just gritty and stylistic and the way he does these shadows that look like these evil jack-o'-lanterns is amazing like top-notch work and there is uh and I don't want to spoil the rest of it I mean it's uh, it's just a it's a It's a very adult, very sort of mature, very Kill Bill action kind of feel to it. And there's a man here that you're introduced to that saves Freelancer as a kid. And why does he do that? It doesn't seem like he has our character's main interest in heart here. So definitely questionable character that's in Renato's life. So yeah, so is he uh, the vigilante that takes out all the one percenters? You have to tune in next time. Tune in next month to see what happens. But also, he wrote this wonderful sort of letter, this inspiring, positive letter at the back of the comic, which uh, sometimes I just don't have time to read these uh, letters in the back of the comic. But I'm glad that I did here. I'll just read you a smidge of it because it like it. He like spoke to me directly. So thank you, Care, and it means a lot. This is something I wanna I wanna print and keep up and read constantly. I just want to have this posted on the wall. Because it even has a backdrop of the city and Freelancer in the background. It's just gorgeous. And he autographs it. But uh, just a smidge. So you want to be a comic book creator? Yes, I do. In a world of remixes, remakes and remixes, reimagining and reboots, you have your own ideas. Redoing isn't doing enough. Reworking isn't working for you. So create. Create with fire and blood. Spit into the sky and birth something new. And that's just a, a smidge of it. But it's it's such so positive in nature it's so like uh inspiring and i really dug it so thank you wonderful piece of art thank you care and grab it immediately you guys go get renato jones the one percent it kind of snuck snuck by it uh, i i don't see a lot of uh a lot of hashtags a lot of a lot of not a lot of noise about it it's uh, it's definitely one of those quiet hits that i think people are going to be regretting they didn't grab when it came out so check it out grab it immediately and that's our show. That's New Comic Book Week, uh, May 4th. It was a pretty solid week, and man, with with Civil War and, and New Comic Book Day, it was a fantastic week to be into comic books. I tell you. So if you have any uh, if you have any suggestions, if you'd like to win a comic book prize, just a small one that I'll mail to you, just uh, write me, send me an email, Chris at SunspotsComics.com. If you have a question, you have a, you want a personal recommendation, I'll mention you on a show if I do read it and pick you you'll get a free comic book prize. So just send me an email again, chris at sunspotscomics.com. So tune in next week. I've got 14 that I'm reading. There's no new comics, no new number ones next week, but 14 is plenty. And man, there's some stories coming to an end next week. There's some some number twos that I've been excited to see where they're going. So it's going to be a fantastic week. 14 that I'll be reading and reviewing for you next week. So tune in for May 11th, issue 54 next week. And thank you again That's our show So I appreciate it Thanks for listening And I hope you had a good time And make sure you tell somebody Tell your nerd friend Tell your nerd neighbor Remember (laughs) Sunspots comics Hey this is Chris Thanks again for listening Talk to you next week Bye bye